Hi everyone, welcome to episode 12 of Beer and Bants. My name's Chris. My name's James. Uh, and yeah, so we'll, as per usual, we'll go straight into our tried and tested. Now, the tried and tested uh, for this episode hasn't actually been tested by myself. It's been solely recommended by the man himself. Yeah, so if you hate it, it's entirely my fault, right? This is this is what you're putting out there. So Basically, yeah. Yeah, so this is um, a beer from my, my motherland. Okay. Your, your motherland. Motherland, Yorkshire. That you drove through once and then you claimed. Yorkshire, okay, so uh, my place of birth. I know we've got a lot of fans from up north as well. Um, we do have quite a large Yorkshire influence, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, exactly. So, um, to be fair, my dad's a fake Yorkshire person as well. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen the cast yeah. iron Yorkshireman uh, yeah. <laughs> thing, yeah. just to advertise that he was there once. Yeah, he, he likes to pretend at least. He follows all the Yorkshire teens, but he's not been there for a long time. He's a brummy, um, really. He's a brummy, uh, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a fake accent when we go see uh, the people up in Yorkshire, like our family up there. And then when he comes here, it's just a brummy accent. And he, just, he switches in that. I don't think they know that, like, because he's very strong with well, accent over he's here. He's been rumbled now. Like, oh, sorry, Dad. Sorry. It's okay. He doesn't listen anyway. What? <laughs> oh. Yeah, so tried and tested. So we're going to be listening. Uh, sorry, uh, trying. Listening? listening, sorry. Listening well, to beer. It's been a long week, okay? <laughs> We are the beer whisperers, after all, right? <laughs> so uh, we're going to be trying Stone's Bitter, okay, which is brewed in Yorkshire, okay. So we can't use this as I mean, it's not. around the world. It's huh? brewed in Derby for Yorkshire. Is that actually brewed in Derby? Yeah. Is it brewed in Derby? Yeah. That's, yeah, I, that's the reason why I actually purposely handed the can over to you because I knew you wouldn't have looked beforehand. No, I wouldn't. Because Stones is something that's pr- quite prominent throughout Yorkshire, but it's actually brewed in. Dr. I thought Tom it was Trent. brewed in Yorkshire. No, no. There you go. Oh, I think it's because I read the, I like that. the can no, no, changed for Yorkshire rather than it used to be brewed oh, in Yorkshire. Yeah, so they all didn't change that one word. Great. And I, uh, yeah, I purposely set that up. I'm not gonna lie. But um, thanks. <laughs> thanks. But um, yeah, it's a good bitter, and uh, I'll let you try it first. Okay, so on. First glance, it looks like not. I wouldn't class it as a traditional bitter look because bitter tend to have, although it's got that kind of golden, lighter amber colour. Yeah, um, most bitters are normally darker orange. They normally have a thicker like look to it, where this one looks quite crisp and clean. Um, okay. It smells like a bitter, to be fair. So that I mean, that instantly yeah. takes me back to the uh, the social clubs that I used to yeah. go to with my uh, granny and granddad when I was a kid. <laughs> Yep, that's, uh, that's a bit. In- instant taken back. I'm going to throw a swig nip. Yeah, I think this is the thing we always find difficult when we talk about certain types of beer. When it comes to bitters, I find it very hard to get the distinct flavour profiles. It tastes like a bitter is probably what we're going to end up saying here, I think. So. That instantly, yeah, that's my childhood. That's your childhood. There you go. Not that I drank as a child. I uh, probably should clarify that. I mean, we all had a swig. It's um. Northern Yorkshire <laughs> listeners definitely drank when they were children, right? So Yeah, so... Um, it instantly has that feel of working man, social man, uh, social club, that type of proper working class Saturday night. You go out, disco, yeah. the break the disco hot in half for a game of bingo and open the box, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then uh, carry oh, on with the disco for the rest yeah. of the night. It's got that definite vibe to yeah, it. Yeah. Um, not a lot of complexity to it. You just get, essentially, it's quite a crisp, clean taste. Yeah. With that bitterness of the background, and yeah, yeah. it's it's very. I, old fact, I, I find um, I was talking to one of my American friends actually, and bitter isn't something they do over in America very yeah. often. Um, and I suppose it, it would be their standard almost Budweiser or something like that that they go in, and it's yeah. in every single like pub over there, or you know, bar as they call it. Bar, yeah, a bar. Bar can have a bud, um, and. I don't know, It's this for us is that kind of traditional drink, which I think, to be fair, is starting to get phased out more and more, which is kind of a shame in, in itself. Yeah. You do start seeing less bitters, and I think we, we are definitely going towards IPAs and pale ales as kind of a more of a standard. But the um, thing is, though, they go... They go uh, and let's be honest, Carling go... has become the new working man's drink. Oh, God, that's awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the... The thing is with these type of things, they go in cycles, so... Yeah. At the moment, the big thing is craft beer. Everything's like, you know, how different can you be with the whole milkshake thing or IPA or New England IPA yeah. or American Pale Ale? You know, there's a big American influence, as there is with a lot of things yeah. in life at the moment. Um, but they will come. this will come back around again. Yeah, they'll do something like, oh, this retro traditional bitter, yeah. and suddenly it will become a thing where they all start doing the kind of more traditional yeah. aspects. And yeah. Old English, all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, exactly. you know, it'll, it's it'll definitely be, that type of thing. It'll be suddenly a fad again, and that'll be a thing. But, um, you know, Stones is one of those where 
um, it used to it used to have its own brewery back in the day, and then it kind of got. I think it got closed down and then it got brought over by a different brewery, which I'm guessing is uh, Molson Coors Brewery. Yeah. And they took over and basically um, just kind of remade it and started selling it again. Yeah, it, it, um, this kind of reminds me of, uh, there was a beer in the black country called Hanson's. Okay. Um, it's kind of got that very similar feel to it. Um, yeah. It's it's really hard to describe as flavour. Yeah. It is very much, it's, it it's tastes not, like normal bitters, you know. It's, it's not complex. Um it's clean, slight bitterness. It's still refreshing. Probably, if you've never ever tried one, it, and you've only ever had to log and you want to see exactly what uh, maybe what an ale kind of consists of, or it might yeah. be a good, st- easy, s- simple stepping point without going because like to full ales. Some ales uh, can be quite yeah. intense coming from something like a lager, so it might be a nice little stepping stone for you to kind of feed in if yeah. you've never tried yeah. anything. Yeah. previously and so I think when, when people talk about bitter taste in beers especially these days they kind of talk more about their IPAs and your hoppiness bitter it's very different Which, bitterness it's far it's drier kind of one, yeah. yeah exactly um, but yeah no I think it's uh, it's definitely worth worth doing well, I think that's annoying the fact that it's brewed in uh, Derby of all yeah, places brewed for Yorkshire James brewed for Yorkshire <laughs> you know if I only know one good thing that ever came out of Derby but you know but there we go what the road out of it um <laughs> Wow, okay, that's not what I was going to say, but there we go. Uh, well, I've, well, we've been on a, uh, what was it, a all-day drinking session around Derby. That was a interesting day out. Um, that was a long time ago. I can't remember a lot of it. I wasn't there. To. You were. Was I? Yeah. This is awkward. Yep, just a bit. <laughs> was I that pissed? Yes. Obviously so. <laughs> Have we done that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. I'm sure you were there. I'll cl- we'll clarify later. Um, yeah, later. so I'm not going to lie. On that note, I've completely forgot what I was about to talk okay. about. Fair enough. What, um... Yeah, you've, you've really gone. This is very unlike Chris. He's not normally speechless and lost for words. So... It's been a long week. Oh, honestly, all your friends will be loving this moment. You I don't have friends, them. I just have associates. Um... <laughs> or lovers, am I right, Chris? Wink. On the other weekend. Um... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I don't know what you've been, uh, been watching, but uh, since the last episode, uh, one of my favourite shows has come back on TV. Um, I don't know if you've been watching it or not. Uh, I'd probably say it's one of the harshest TV shows out of all of them. Okay. Which is Bake Off Professionals. God, no. God, no. <laughs> God, no. I, okay. I'm not going to No, no, no. This is the thing, right? I used to really like uh, Great British Bake Off, Okay. I, I was a big fan of Melon Sue, and we don't really get political on the show, so I don't want to get into the whole controversy of, of the BBC and swapping it over, because <laughs> I know in Britain it was a very big thing, it was a very big thing it in really the UK, um, but the thing since it's moved over, I, I kind of just got out of Bake Off, and I never really got into the Bake Off pressures. There's that, there's that woman who ah, I would love ah. to explain, the only way I can say it is Chinese or whatever, and she but, always says this is too salty. And then the very next moment, oh, it's not salty enough, or there's too much. No, 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 no. She no, gets no. on my nerves. But, no, she, she. Ah, I will come to church <laughs> in a moment. So I'm a fan of um, like Great British Bake Off, and, yeah. you know, and other things like that. Mainly because it's an excuse to eat cake while watching the telly. So do you need an excuse? I just eat cake. Well, when you get to a certain age, you need justification. Um, but yeah, the, with the Bake Off professionals, I quite enjoy watching. They actually create the stuff because it kind for me it's kind of the where does it stop being food and become art? Do you know what I mean? Because the things okay. they make are absolutely crazy. You know, like you don't want to stick it in a museum or eat it. It's absolutely insane. Some of the stuff yeah. they do. Yeah. Now the main reason why I do like it is because of the two judges. Okay, so the male judge is a Frenchman called Benoit. Um, he he's basically a lot more harsh than Paul Hollywood ever is. Yeah. So because obviously the amateur version, they think he's quite harsh, but actually he's not really. Benoit is harsh, and he's the nice one. Yeah. Um, he'll quite t- simply tell them that when something is boring or you know it looks cool, but you got no substance, um, and he'll just rip them <laughs> apart straight away. Then there's Cherish. Who I don't like. I just don't like. I'm oh, sorry. I'll, I, uh, nah, she her, is yeah. absolutely savage. Yeah. Literally, she will li- take the smallest 
ma- absolutely massive six foot like display of a cake. She will take the smallest part with her fork, put it in her mouth, and went, this offends my palate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you just see the people just die inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's just absolutely brutal, and I love it. I think it's absolutely amazing TV, <laughs> but. I know I shouldn't like it. It's definitely a guilty pleasure. But, oh, yeah. Definitely a guilty pleasure. It's the, brutal, it's the God, brutality I mean, of the judging. you're talking, like I was talking about Pokemon back in that episode. Like, <laughs> yeah. God, you're yeah, such passion and love. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. week, mate. I mean, I like cake, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, oh, I can tell. Um, harsh. <laughs> well, you could talk. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Mine's all beer, mate. It's all paid oh, for. Oh, okay. Fine. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, no, it's 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 not for me. I hate to say it, all I've been watching is Scrubs. <laughs> I do still, like Scrubs, still. but we have talked about that, so we can't yeah. really go through that again. I oh, know the one thing I will say though, it's that typical thing of just JD and Elliot breaking up and getting <laughs> lads going and breaking up, like standard, like, like the Ross and Rachel of Friends. Even though I know you don't like Friends, I don't so. do Friends. There no. you go. But yeah, that's all I've been in watching, any so. form. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like being very anti-social this episode, very much distancing yourself from everybody, I'm as trying. everybody should. Two meters, guys. Exactly. Two meters, Social yeah? distancing. Okay. Um... I'll tell you what, another programme I actually have started watching again. Actually, there's two two old school ones. Okay. First one, Vicar of Dibley. Classic. A- classic. Absolute classic. Yeah. Who wouldn't um, want to jump in a puddle? Yeah, exactly. it's just one of those ones. It's yeah. so, it's simplistic genius. Yeah, it's um, the kind of thing I watch at Christmas. It's like one yeah. of those, yeah. It just makes, you, it's one of those, it warms you inside, doesn't it? It makes you a little bit of a giggle. It just... Yeah. Relax. You know what's coming, but it's still funny I anyway. I mean, the, the idea of a vicar who just opens a Bible to find a hidden chunky. Ooh. That's... <laughs> a chunky? Huh? Crunchy. Chunky, yeah, sorry. There is one with Kit Kat chunkies as well, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, you knew where I was going, though, but yeah, no, Kit Kat chunkies as well. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, that was a classic. And then also Dinner Ladies. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't watched Dinner Ladies in a long time. I loved Dinner Ladies. I, for me, I thought Victoria Wood was one of those really underrated comedians. I thought she yeah. was so talented because a lot of the stuff that she starred in. Well, her stand-up was amazing. To be well, fair. stand-up was brilliant. Was she but, every pretty much every program she was in, she writ. Um, yeah. You know, it, as a like comedian, she was absolutely brilliant. She like you know um, her expertise, knowledge. Ability to just like adapt mm. to different situations. I thought she was really, really. Well, I think clever. in the UK she was one of the let's be honest, one of the pioneering kind of female oh, comedians, definitely, definitely and kind of definitely. pushed forward that. But also like some of the material which might even you know definitely not PG. But she talks about some very uncomfortable things yeah. and made them easy to talk about. You know, yeah, um, she definitely um, paved the way for um, mainstream female comedians, and I, I. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. I love watching anything that she's done. Um, obviously, sadly, she was taken like way too soon. But you know, as as a just her art form, yeah, absolutely yeah. genius. But yeah, Dinner Ladies again, just that whole um, uh, what was it? Julie Walters as the uh, yeah, there's some skanky there's some good, yeah. mom who like constantly farts and walking life through you know inappropriate behaviour. It's like yeah, I understand that. It's very you, isn't it? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, awkward. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's move on to the next beer then, maybe, if you want to finish and down. All right, Dad. And yours. Just getting away from uh, my insults about you. Let's <laughs> just change the subject. That's what I like to do, just change the subject. Okay, so the Peter Fogg of this episode is from Nothing Bound Brewery, uh, which is called Your Breathing Amarillo. Now... This particular beer, um, I only actually managed to get a couple of cans of this week, in fact. Okay. Um, I didn't know I was getting them. It was just a nice surprise, really. Oh, fair enough. Uh, now, this is, one... Is this the way to Amarillo? Oh, got the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I hope we think of something better in that time. Um, yeah, so this one hasn't been tried yet by uh, the person who recommended it to us, as far as I'm aware. There's another one, uh, which was Your Breathing Citra, which apparently was absolutely stunning. Yeah. So I'm I was quite intrigued. Um, I'm holding it up and I'm just waiting to be able to see the light through it. Yeah, um, you'll be, I think you'll be waiting. <laughs> you're waiting quite some time with that, I'm not going to lie. Ooh. Now, the instant uh, you take a sweep, like, a nose of it, it's a very hoppy, hoppy punch yeah. straight in the yeah. face. Uh, it's going to be a very different type of bitterness here. Oh, yeah. yes. It's very, very hazy. Um, almost like a soup. That's how thick I'd say it looks. Uh, go on then, James. Okay. I'll, I'll let I, you I have think, a go. to be fair, of the two of us, 
given what you know, given how it smells and stuff, I think I'm probably going to be like this, and you're yes. probably not. Yeah, I'd not. definitely say that. So it contains water, barley, wheat. I don't know, oats, hops, and yeast. Uh, oh, made in <laughs> Budley. Yeah, that is actually quite nice. That's very pleasant. <laughs> you seem shocked. I, it's, I, I always am, to be fair, when it is. Uh, yeah, so it's five point four percent pale ale. Would we'll just give us a, an analogy then? The thing James. is, in in terms of flavour, I wouldn't say there is um, a particularly like strong flavour to it. In terms of like, if if we have a lot of citrus tops, uh, in terms of like some of the pale ales from America and stuff, you get a lot of kind of citrusy taste before the bitterness. Yeah, this doesn't really have that. It's kind of a kind of a bitterness that starts to grow very suddenly, mm. and that's thing. So I think you taste hop. Hops more than anything else yeah, in the beer. It is very like, hoppy overpowering. In terms of the body of the beer, there isn't really a flavour to it. Like, there isn't, like, some, you know, I think we've tried in the last few episodes quite a lot where we've got fruits in there and stuff, like yeah. grapefruit or mango or pineapple or, you know, passion fruit or whatever. And that seems to be the flavour profile that you get throughout. Whereas there really doesn't seem to be, in my opinion, even a citrusy that you can taste, like, in yeah. the background, but it's not like a distinct citrusy flavour. It's very much hoppiness. It- so, For me, that is complete hops. Yeah, there's yeah. there's no. It's not really com- a complex beer at all. Um, it's it's got a decent body to it, but throughout yeah. it is literally just hops, hops, hops. And I will say this is the thing, right? It does feel a lot heavier as well. Yeah. It, it, for me, in terms of the time, that, that may be the wheat though. Yeah, potentially. Or the oats. Um, um, but yeah, it definitely like the body just feels heavy, given that all you've got is bitterness, uh, kind of in the hoppy taste. Um, you know it is nice and enjoyable however I'd I'd be very restricted on how many of those I could have yeah uh, it's definitely not something I could have an all night run um, <clears throat> maybe one the other thing is and I do think we always talk about kind of the order we try beers in and that kind yes. of reflects we have just had a bitter in itself yeah. so I think some of the hoppiness of the beer and, and we're probably seeing this and thinking, oh yeah, that tastes hoppy. I bet when we come back to this at the end, this will taste even hoppier. It will taste even more yeah, bitter. Yeah, I think it will. And that's well. the thing. I think that's really going to be part of it for me is it doesn't taste too bad after having a bitter, but as you say, this is just pure hops. And I it, think I think that's what you're going to get right at the end um, when we do it. But yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not too sure I mean, if it's actually that particular... Uh, hop as well because it doesn't taste like there's a, a well Amarillo is a hop as well isn't it so yeah. that's the thing and I would guess given the name it would be the Amarillo hop is, yeah is I'd probably say that it's literally right. just that I, it might, in my yeah. opinion might benefit from just having something else in it just to give it a little bit more complexity um, I think this and this is the thing we, we, we've tried a lot more kind of fruit pear ales recently yeah. and I think we both really <clears> enjoyed them and it's something I think a lot of us don't normally go for as a standard it's starting to become more mainstream yeah. if you like kind of the fruit pears Um and I don't know. I think something like that would would definitely benefit well, from it. Generally, make you, it a little bit lighter, if I'm honest, because that with a bit more kind of lighter body would probably be a lot more pleasant for me. It's the fact that it tastes quite heavy and then is also quite hoppy, so it does. It seems like quite a lot, if that makes sense. Yeah, but predominantly, um, you would prefer to go for an IPA, where I would prefer to go for a pale ale. Yeah. Um, although this is a pale ale, it's still because of that extreme hoppiness to it. It's probably. I don't know, my brain kind of associating it more yeah. as an IPA without the bite. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Kind of turns it more to the kind of session A or session pay yeah. kind of thing, really, doesn't it? Um, so. Yeah, 5.4%. You can't really taste the strength in it. Literally, it is just hops. It's just hops, yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, that's the thing, right? It, it's, if you if you like IPAs and you like kind of hoppy beers, you definitely enjoy it. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Um, it's probably not one I'd have a lot of. I think I think you would get a lot very quickly you know, I think given, given how heavy bodied it is as well like you're not going to be drinking this all night I would say one and done yeah one and done you know what I mean so one point cool move on to the next my personal opinion that's how, yeah. what I would do but yeah so if you like your hoppy beers definitely give that a, a bash because I think you'll really enjoy it if overly hoppy beers aren't your bag I'd probably say give yeah. that a bit of a miss or maybe have a swig of your mates once all this uh Social distancing has died down. <laughs> yeah, only only when it's died down, though, right? Of course, like, of course. Yeah. No, uh, no, no I think, breaches. I think you can drink other people's drinks as long as you're two meters away from them. Like, is that how it works? <laughs> or if you get one of those two meter funky fun straws or something, is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was it? Um, uh, obviously, there's uh, 
loads of sport different videos obviously all the things that tend to be quite funny you know so things that happen on pitches or yeah. things that happen in the crowd and I was watching something about kiss cam okay and just going from different people um, yeah, it was like funny moments from kiss cam and one uh, person was like oh need to kiss the bloke next to him so he's like oh it's okay I'll hold your beer the second the bloke picks up the beer for the uh, from the woman just starts necking it <laughs> And literally just drinks most of a bit. <laughs> when she turns, when she re- looks at the uh, screen, realizes what he's doing, it like goes absolutely nuts. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, I will say some of the kiss cam videos are so funny. Some of the things they do, and it's like, oh, it's the ones that I always find funny. It's when like you've got the what looks like a couple, and then the guy turns to his best mate and kisses him instead, just to like make a thing of it. And it's just so funny. Some oh, there was one but... where um, on the same video actually. Basically, there was a, a really beautiful lady and this bloke who was obviously with her in a suit, completely ignoring her, just texting on the phone. And um, the mascot is like basically by the side, just going, like smacking, going, What are you doing? Yeah, you know, yeah. Look, you've got a beautiful lady by the side of you. Why are you messing with your phone for? And he's like, Keeps on, and he's like, Go away, and carries on on his phone. He's like, yeah. So gives him a slap around the face, grabs his phone, and throws it in his beard. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's terrible. That is genius. Well, I've seen one before where it's like, it's a similar thing. Like the guy's ignoring his girlfriend, obviously. So she kisses the guy next to her, the other side instead. And then he goes ballistic because he's like, how dare you kiss me? And just like, it's just. Yeah, like, you weren't paying attention. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that type of stuff I absolutely love. Um, there's been, I've been quite a, watching quite a lot of baseball clips recently. I don't think it's because I've been like watching a lot of Sports Center on. Well, it's all the highlights, right? Because you know, mo- there's yeah. nothing else to watch exactly. at the end of the day. Um, I think we were talking as well. Like, there seems to be a lot of sales on. So, I mean, if if you are a fan of American sports, especially in the UK, like definitely have a look because I know you know a lot of teams are refreshing mm-hmm. their you know jerseys and designs and stuff like that. So you can get a lot of the older designs for a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, and it's um, still good quality. So definitely have a look at that. I think. Well, have a look on the actual any sports you follow, so like NFL, NHL. Have a look on their direct international shops. Yeah. Um, there is another couple of other shops out there as well who do some decent offers. Don't really like plugging, but Fanatics yeah. and USA Sports have got quite a lot of offers on yeah. at the moment as well. I so used, it's definitely oh, worth. Was it an NFL Europe shop? I used it a bit as well. That's, yeah, I think it's all actually powered by Fanatics. To be honest, oh, is it? Yeah, but yeah. So some, sometimes you can actually get. It's funny. It's it's always worth shopping around between. Although they're the same company. Certain shops have different different offers. Yeah, yeah, of course. So depending on what you want, always have a look on all of them, see which is best, and then just yeah, take advantage of it when you can. Like I've managed to get uh, two completely customized NFL jerseys for less than a hundred pounds. That's bad for customized and good quality as well. That was including delivery. Oh wow! Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So official NFL stuff, both personalized delivery. Less than 100 quid. I've been bearing mind, it's normally 100 pounds on its own. So, definitely, definitely worth looking out of that. <laughs> I'm not like, having tasted that beer again while you were talking, God, that tastes a lot tangier and a lot. It, it, it's a lot all worse a bit than it hot. did to start with. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm not too sure because there was another one that was recommended to us, which I've got relaxing in the fridge at the moment. I think we probably should have gone for that one, if I'm honest. But. It's interesting it, because your friend hadn't tried this one as well. So yeah, that, well, that's the thing. So it's all about the curiosity, isn't yeah, it? So yeah. uh, we were more intrigued to see what happened yeah. to that. So, well, so the, the other thing to talk about the kind of elephant in the room about lockdown and stuff like that. I mean, we don't we we've kind of shied away from talking about lockdown in in the most regards in terms yeah. of effects and stuff like that. But you know, in the UK at least, it seems you know the first wave. Let's hope there isn't a second. Is you say UK. It's, well, most most European countries have already done measures, and yeah. I mean, Europe's Europe's I think talking about trying to get everything back by you know fifteenth of June or something stupid like that in terms of back to normal. But um, I mean, in the UK, retail opens from the fifteenth. I'm guessing pub probably open from like the first of July. I think it all um, depends on the area. Apparently, it's all going to be individually assessed. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's it's interesting how it's going to work. I just I, I wonder how some of the smaller independent pubs, which is, if I'm honest, the places I tend to like to go to, yeah, drink, definitely, how they're going to be able to handle some of the two meter distancing and stuff like that. Like, you know, um, there were suggestions. You know, some of the bigger chains like Weatherspoons might have to have like you have to order tables, and you'll only be able to drink at tables and the ordering service and yeah. stuff like that. Stop people from going to like the bars and kind of prevent communal areas as much as possible, which. It's fine, but you know, if you want a pint, it's it's going to be very hard. I think just to pop yeah. to the pub, and I think people are almost thinking lockdown's over. Oh, I can go for a pint. I don't think you're going to be able to do that as easily as I think it would be nice to do. 
I think a lot of the independents are going to break the rules because I find it some of them are going to find it hard not to. I think there'll be a lot of outside drinking. Yeah. I think you're going to see gazebos absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Just because. Yeah. I mean, what else have you got to protect you? Like, yeah. there's literally nothing else you can do. Um, but yeah, I, I, for me personally, there's a couple of independent places that we personally like to go to quite regularly. Um, and hopefully we can kind of get it balanced. But the problem is, when it comes to alcohol and people, people get stupid. <laughs> And that's when people get can, stupid. Yeah. yeah, you know things can go wrong, and you know that's when places they'll end up getting shut down or barred for you know, a month from doing anything. Yeah. And that's where it's just going to affect. Like, it's not going to affect the people who are causing the trouble. It's the people who own the establishments. So, yeah. Hopefully, we can get some way where we can actually at least have a bit of. I think it would just be interesting to kind of see the effect it has. I mean, I think a lot of the breweries, um, at least. From what I've seen, a lot of the ones that I follow online at least seem to have got over kind of any struggle. So hopefully they can kind of keep in business and keep going. Um, I don't, you know... Well, some have already started merging, haven't they? Already, that's the thing. So. I mean, the lockdown is going to affect kind of breweries in different ways. But, um, you know, the other thing that I think has been quite good is, you know, looking at some of the bigger ones like Brewdog and stuff is actually... They've had a lot of time to sit down and actually start designing beers and not actually be able to brew as much as they want, but actually be able to kind of think of some new ideas so I'm hoping we'll get some really nice new kind of craft beers going into it well one thing I actually, one thing I yeah. actually like is the fact that at least these craft beer places the smaller independent ones have now started getting like cans and bottles just so they can get their stuff out of their yeah. normal tap and actually so, I think you'd help them because let's be honest if you can't get to a brewery like actually be able to order beer and get it delivered well personally I've helped them out a lot because I've spent an absolute fortune on them all because so, you're uh, it though <laughs> Well, you drink half of them, yeah. so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Everything's cost me double, because obviously I've had to buy two of everything rather than one. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some more I need to pick up tomorrow as well. So, oh, well. yeah, it's just a constant stream. Sorry, Danny. It's fine. <laughs> Things, I think, um, we've got some really good ideas coming up. Uh, we're not going to tie ourselves to any episode numbers in particular, because no, you don't like that. But No, yeah, it's the fact you keep on bombarding me with stuff. I'm, I'm a busy man, James, and you keep on giving me more I told you, I've started tracking it now, it's fine, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I tried to access that Google Doc, and it wouldn't let me access it. Oh, that's awkward. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think, you know, there, there are a lot of good stuff we've got coming up, and I think, you know, it's really important to just say, you know, if you've got suggestions, any beers you want us to try, anything you think we could do, yeah, definitely. Just, just let us know. Uh, we do see the odd suggestion every now and then, but um, kind of the more ideas we get, the better, really. You know, it's all about variety, isn't it? I mean, yeah. and if there's anything that people think, oh yeah, they should use something I love, why not give us a shout? We can try and give them a boost, um, especially if it's a little small place as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, we're happy to buy beer from anywhere, really. So yeah, I, I mean, or you can do what Andrew did when he suggested the beer and literally <laughs> sent sent a picture of the beer on our like Facebook at the same time you sent me a picture of the beer you were drinking and it was the same one. Yeah, so yeah. the chances are, if you're suggesting a beer, Chris is probably drinking it right now. There's, there's <laughs> generally, that's rule of thumb. Rule um, of thumb. Well, Andrew also uh, posted a picture of his outdoor bar with the uh, was it a little five liter keg he had outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but the thing is, he had it in the sun, so obviously you've got to neck that as fast as possible before it warms up. Well, kegs don't last long, right? Exactly. Safety first. Safety first. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah. Outdoor bars. It's been good weather as well the last couple of weeks. Oh, it's so. been glorious. I mean, not today. It's absolutely, like, teamed it down, but, you know. Uh, it's just made you long to be in a beer garden all the more. Well, so. as we've spoken previously, um, I've been getting, you know, getting decking done and getting a barbecue ready. Yeah. So both of which have been delivered. So it's thrown down ever since. It's so gonna, it's going to uh, be really good when it's done, though. It's all about the beer chicken. Beer chicken. <laughs> I can't yes. remember what episode we talked about the beer chicken on. It's been a while, but yeah. You know. What's happened since then? Who knows? Maybe if you know we ever do like a recording episode, we'll we'll do beer and beer chicken on one episode. Who knows? Ooh, nice. That could be an interesting mix. There, we could have four different beer chickens with different beers. <laughs> oh, I actually quite like that idea. <laughs> See if you can actually <laughs> tell the difference. There I think the answer is probably no. But they go. Oh yeah, that could be good. Every beer we do on the podcast, we'll also have chicken done by it. I mean, always yeah. a follow up. Always a follow up. Yeah, as like an Instagram, like Instagram or thing. YouTube. Which is something we're looking at as well. That could be quite funny. Anyway, yeah, we've really, yeah, (laughs) we digress there. Sorry, like we're talking about beer and chicken, like you know, yeah. So our favourite things, (laughs) basically. Yeah. yeah, So that was nothing bound. Your breathing amarillo, Um, very very hoppy. I probably 
I've been definitely intrigued to see what the Citroen is. I'm, I'm intrigued to try this again at the end to see if it just tastes really, really... Well, if I'm completely honest, I have got a can of the Your Breathing uh, Citra. It's probably not going to make it to an episode because we're probably going to try it straight after this just to see what it's like in comparison. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but maybe in a future episode we'll get another can and we'll try it then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, the Around the World for this episode is all the way from Alexandria, Virginia in the old US of A. Oh. Uh, so it's called Port City Brewing Company's West Porter. Virginia. <laughs> I, I actually love that song. Yeah, I'd like to say. <laughs> Take <laughs> me home, country road. Um, so this is called a robust porter. So it sees 7.2%. Robust. So it is a little okay. bit lethal. Okay. Um, Let's see if it actually tastes. Let's see. I, I think we, we talked. We've not had a porter. Oh, that looks like treacle. Oh yeah, here we go. That looks very <laughs> looks very similar to a stout. As as porters often do. To be fair, some porters. So yeah, that that's <laughs> that's like soup. Oh, okay. So I mean, porters again for those who <clears throat> uh, don't really drink beer as much. I think it's a good classic. Almost winter's drink, let's be honest. Yeah. Normally, they tend to be flavoured, so you get a lot of kind of chocolate porters or... Um, to be fair, I, you know what I saw last year? I mean, coffee porters as well, I think, but I saw some interesting, like, caramel ones last year, which were really good. So, well, basically, a porter's kind of a step above a stout, isn't it? So it's, Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, is it dark ale, porter, then stout? That they order oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you'll still get a lot of the stouty effect, but not normally as intense. Um, and that is, by the way, that you know we we both we're both highly trained here. So you know <laughs> when we talk about stouty effects, you know that that is very technical. So you know it's it's hard well, to explain. We're not Cicerone trained, <laughs> which is actually a genuine thing where yeah, you can get certified of how to pour beer. Yeah, who knows? I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is I. Could think this crap up and charge people a fortune for it. I mean, yeah. I mean, if anybody wants uh, us <laughs> to teach them how to uh, pour beer and how to uh, <laughs> review beer, we, we do beer taste testing um, where you can have a special taste testing with me and Chris at any location in the UK. Uh, it's it's a grand each. <laughs> um, if somebody's willing to pay that, we'll do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've just had a brilliant idea for an episode, but that was going to be something way way later. Okay. Uh, hopefully, when we're a bit more popular. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we are being listened to on the opposite side of the globe now, so... Derby. Yep, and so on. Um, <laughs> when they speak a different language. What? Uh, right, okay, so... Okay, I, I'll let you... I'll no, I'll let you go, because yeah. you're, you're, the, you're the big porter fan. Um, uh, to be fair, I, I really like stout. Porters, normally because they're coffee or chocolate, I don't tend to like as much, because they can either be very... You're going to love this, then. Like, coffee porters, I'm not a fan of. If okay. this is coffee... Well, you, you take a swig and I'll read the blurb. Great. Um, a robust porter offers bittersweet aromas and flavours of roasted coffee and bittersweet chocolate. It has Honestly, a com- that's every porter. I'm telling you, it's just every porter. <laughs> it oh. has a complex malt character and is smooth, satisfying and easy drinking. Hmm. Mm. Actually, I will say, that isn't that bad. That's all right. That's actually quite good. Okay. Yeah, I, you did look a bit hesitant before you took this week. It's weird, right? Because that thing. So stouts, uh, for me, I like a good stout that's quite kind of mild. Uh, I love the word creamy, so I'll add that in there. But <laughs> you'd love a bit of cream. <laughs> but you know what I mean. That kind of taste. Man cream. To it. Uh, what? No, Chris. No, I do not want your man cream. Stop offering it. Okay. Oh, that, that was not on the table. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> quite clean. Um... <laughs> Oh, this is, yeah. This is spiral fast. Yeah, so that's kind of the stout that I tend to like. But um, this is far more kind of bitterness, I think, which, from the coffee taste, they put coffee in chocolate. That's rubbish. But <laughs> I think you've, you've definitely got kind of the bitterness from the, the coffee taste. Um, honestly, I don't really get the sweetness personally, but... Oh, I do. That's actually probably one of the big things I pick up. I get the initial sweetness. Oh, oh yeah, actually, now, now I've taken it again, yeah, I agree. Yeah. At the start, yeah. there's a very subtle sweetness, but then it kind of fades yeah, into bitterness. I think this thing, when I try them, I'm definitely like looking, trying for the flavour profile, so I might just concentrate very hard on kind of the taste mm. of it rather than the actual... So I always yeah, focus on the effect first yeah, and yeah. kind of identify the flavours after. little insight of the difference me and Chris there, uh, how yeah. we taste these beers. One of many. Um... <laughs> <laughs> One of many. Well, I don't need to... Yeah, but I mean, you can taste the alcohol, but not 
it doesn't taste seven point two. I'd have probably said that was like a five and a half, six. You know, so it's it is a yeah, very yeah. it's a it very smooth. Definitely drink. doesn't taste that strong. But again, I will say, <laughs> we're having this after what was a very bitter, a very hoppy, hoppy yeah. beer. So the hoppy beer, you know, you would think probably tasted stronger than this, in my opinion. Now I've had this. Um, um, I don't know. I opinion. think for me, the like the whole kind of porter, it's nowhere near as. Also, this oh, this is the interesting, and this shows kind of how heavy bodied that was as a pale ale. That is this, lighter. This this tastes like, which is very rare for porters in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Porters definitely tend to like light stouts be more kind of heavy bodied. So um, this definitely makes it feel lighter. Yeah, it's um, it is it's quite strange to place because it's predominantly stouty in every aspect of its flavour. Yeah. But a very mild version. Nowhere near as heavy to drink. But with yeah, quite I, a pungent alcohol. I, actually, as I've noticed, as I'm drinking afterwards, the aftertaste. That's when I'm getting the alcohol through. I'm yeah. actually getting the predominantly the flavours. It's the alcohol I'm getting after. Um, yeah, it's weird. I, to be fair, I'm comparing it to kind of um, last episode we did Heaney's Stout. Um, yes. And to be fair, I'm, I'm comparing it to the kind of because the Heaney's for me was very surprisingly how good I it was found nice. that. It wasn't enjoyable um, because it was such a light-bodied stout. So I'm kind of comparing it to this, and I feel like this is definitely kind of more heavily bodied than that. And to be fair, the taste it isn't as good. That's thing like the coffee taste. I'm not a big fan of, um, and I think I don't know the bitterness just isn't the right kind of bitterness from it. It just feels like the pungent word. It just feels a bit off to me in terms of the flavour of it, which makes it kind I of. I don't think so. I th- I just don't think that the alcohol lends itself nicely to the more subtle tastes of the beer. I think if you need, if you're going to have it that strong, you want to amplify the flavour profile. The flavour profiles yeah. to kind of match with it. Where this is actually more, it's more delicate in the actual flavour profile. But then you have that. I'm basically completely contradicting what my first swig was, really. But actually, as I'm drinking it more and more, it's it is that what the heroin flavour really is is the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, without like, the alcohol, I definitely agree. The aftertaste <clears throat> is very much just—it's like when you drunk whiskey; it's just vapor of alcohol yeah, coming. That's up. exactly that, that what I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting yeah. in the back of my nose. That's yeah, what yeah. I'm getting. Right. <clears throat> no, um, it's um, it's an interesting port. And to be fair, we we we, we haven't done a port on the uh, podcast. Well, that's the reason why we did it as well. So, um, so it is good to do. And you know, you're right. I I am a big fan of stout. So for me, this isn't bad. And to be fair, it's something that you know. I, if I had another bottle, I definitely would drink it again. It's not like it's terrible. I wouldn't, but I'm actually getting um, the warmth as if I've had a shot. Yeah, yeah. No, this is what I mean. It is that <laughs> very much. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really, it's very strange. Um, definitely worth a try. Which make, make, which makes you think it is stronger. If I'm honest, like actually, would you say that? I'd probably say that now is stronger than seven points. Yeah. Like, like you're right. Now I've actually properly analysed it after the first swig, which I'm, again I think probably what you were saying. The hoppiness of that previous beer probably threw my planet uh, my palate out, and yeah. now I'm starting to pick it up. Yeah, exactly what the beer is, and I say it's not overpowering in its flavours, but the alcohol is definitely, definitely pungent. Um, yeah, definitely worth a try. I mean, to be fair, because I think a lot of people, you know, if you're a fan of pale ales, you just stick to pale ales and you don't really branch out to these things. You might find the occasional porter or stout or something like that that you just really like. So it's definitely yeah. worth trying different types of beers. Um, I don't know. For me, it's a very pleasant summer's uh, sorry winter's drink. Summer's drink, winter's drink. Very pleasant winter's <laughs> drink. As I said before, like it's the kind of thing where you know because of the warming effect of it, especially as well, it is a very good. Yes, yeah, newspaper in front of a uh, open fire, isn't it inside a pub? Oh, yeah. please, please, the classic. Please, let's go back to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I think I've covered most Iron of the topics. <laughs> now I'm a. Uh... Yorkshire and sausages, man, myself. Oh, yeah. Veg okay. and gravy. Veg and gravy. Veg you know, and gravy. Us fat boys love gravy. Yeah. No, well, this is interesting, right? Because pub food. Pub food. This is a, this is a thing, right? Okay. Like, what I'm, what I'm missing is, is pub food more than anything else. It's kind of that really almost easy to cook thing, but be able to just go, not have to cook, which is good, at home. And you go, and it, it's things like fish and chips or something stupid like that, but pub fish and chips. Oh, no, pub fish and chips are crap. Sunday carvery. There's no I'm not going to like, carvery. Yeah. 
I am you, really missing carpet. Yeah. I, we had a uh, Sunday dinner, not on a Sunday. Oh, he's he's got very impassioned. Oh, <laughs> I mentioned the C word. He's like carvers. Oh. Yeah, roast dinner, mate. You can't be a roast dinner. But yeah, um, we so we had a cooked dinner the other day. Um, yeah, gravy, Yorkshire puddings, everything like that. I'm like, I just miss carvery. Yeah, yeah, nice and cheap, classic. You know, takes you back to your childhood, like. I don't think anything yeah. really beats a Sunday dinner. The, and that's thing, right? It's a thing of, you know, during Christmas you cook because, you know, you're cooking with everybody and stuff like that and you have, like, these massive meals. But it's a lot of effort and it's a lot of time to cook. Yeah, last time I did one, uh, ten and a half hours of cooking. Yeah, whereas the idea that you can just rock up to a Sunday carvery and help yourself and have a massive plate of food, have a few beers and not have to cook at all, that, just... is, that is the British dream. Forget the American dream, the British dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beer and somebody else does you a roast dinner. Job's good. Exactly. Um, I just love the thing where you go there. You, because obviously you always buy your ticket or your token no matter where you go. Yeah. yeah. Go up to the carvery, hand it over. And of course you go large so you can have the extra sausages. Job done. Yeah. And then you hand it over and then look over and go, what meat do you want? No. All of it. I'm a fat man. All of them. I like when someone goes, oh, a little bit of all of them. No, give me as much meat as possible. Well, this is the weird thing. So I I'm, I'm, I don't trust them because I think, you know, if you say you want one meat, you get, let's say, three slices of that one meat. Whereas if you say all the meats, you get one slice of each. So what I do is I say, oh, can I have that meat? They cut you three slices. Oh, actually, can I also have some of that as well? And then you get extra uh, slices of the next meat. You're the con artist. I'm the con artist, exactly. Because <clears throat> the other thing is, it's like, you know, let's say you've got, um, I'm, I'm a fan of pork and beef. I bet you are. Be careful. <laughs> no, no. You've really picked up on the things I said this episode. What can I say? It's a skill I have. Continue. Continue. So, I'm a big fan of pork and beef. Oh, love it. Um, but occasionally you also then get things like gammon and turkey, which I personally wouldn't have turkey outside of Christmas Day. Oh, no, I love turkey. Yeah, you might. I don't know why I said the turkey. 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 I'm from New York. Turkey. Biscuit. Biscuit. Yeah, foxes, biscuits. Um, but yeah, I think, but yeah, so I always, I always like to order pork and then get a bit of it. <laughs> we need to move on because you're, you're, you're too much joy out of this, that's for sure. You'd like to order some pork and get some extra meat on it, you know. Oh, man. But it, it's those kind of big plates of food that I'm just really looking forward to. The other one, Hickory's, Hickory Smokehouse, oh. which is a smokehouse near us. I think yeah. they're all over. There's a few all over there. Yeah, there's so. quite a few dotted. Um, um, I mean, there's three within a decent driving range from where we're situated. Yeah. It's um, just amazing. Honestly, I just want, when this is all over, me and you, we're just going to go and get a well, massive platter of hickories. Well. Oh, hello. Hickories, my friend, have now started doing drive-through collection where basically most things are cooked, but you come back and finish it off yourself. Now, somebody has now got a brand new six gas burner barbecue to finish off said barbecue stuff so when the weather gets better massive platter for four people rather than two for the same price for the same price because you cook it yourself kind of thing oh that's amazing yes so basically most of it's cooked so you basically just essentially warm it up really yeah yeah so uh, oh, that's insane I yeah. mean so to, to kind of explain it, it's a really good platter of kind of you get brisket you get a bit of steak you get a bit of you get, uh, sausage you, you get a bit of all no you get your staples so like basically when the, when the platter that they do at Hickory's is you get um, brisket normally two different types of ribs a bit of pulled pork and then it's kind of a variety of whatever they've got on the menu time because the menu changes every couple of months anyway so it's never the same platter that you get every time yeah so uh, I think at the moment what they're doing for the drive through one is like um, like pit chicken and like some other bits and pieces okay. like when we've had it previously like sometimes we've had like uh, jalapeno sausage and you know other bits like that every time I, I love it because you just get to you get your staples yeah, you get a bit of everything. Try everything yeah exactly yeah, and you yeah. get a bit of pickle some chips a couple of jars I mean, Jobs I loved. Good. I loved it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I, honestly, this is the kind of thing I want to. What I'm hoping for is when touch wood, the uh, when the NFL season starts. I'm hoping this has all died down by Super Bowl because I'm thinking full on hickories, all night drinking, loads of meat, job done. And what? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Oh uh, yeah. well, watch the game through. I'm sure a couple of people would be uh, quite happy to join in that as well. Yeah, I can I can think of a few people. Yeah, who uh, would go join. We have to call the list down if I'm honest. But uh, yeah, there's definitely people who uh, would be interested in that. But yeah, I mean, can you? That's fine because we can nail because Patriots fans we don't want. <laughs> sorry, um, Lee. Sorry, Lee. Eagles fans. 
Oh, I mean, I know a few of them. I could take or leave. I don't know, but as long as they're not Cowboys fans. Fly Eagles fly. Yeah. Yeah, Cowboy. Mm. Mm. Do we? Know, do you know a Cowboy? Uh, I try and avoid. There's being one. In, there's one particular. I mean, I do know her quite well. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's oh. my mom. Uh, <laughs> mm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, massively disappointed. Then. Um, so the Eagles looks a lot better. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, no, I'm definitely definitely down for that. And of course, we've got the NHL playoffs starting soon as well. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that one as well because basically. To try and finish the season, they're doing a different 2014 playoff. So basically, sudden death between the bottom 16 yeah. and then playoffs as normal. So that's they announced some more information on it yesterday. Um, but I wonder where ducks are going to be in there. Um, I do believe, along with the Detroit Red Wings and the LA Kings and the San Jose Sharks, they're not even in it. They're not. They're not because they're not even in the top 24 yeah, so You think when you have a playoff of 24, you're being there. No. Yeah, imagine having a league of 31 teams and they include 24 and you're still excluded. That's how bad the Anaheim yeah. Ducks are. Yeah. I'm a fan of Anaheim Ducks. Go, go, go. So it's all right. We'll get swept in the first round from being a Tampa Bay Lightning fan the same last year. So Anyway, on that note. Yeah, not that I'm still bitter. But yeah, so um, yeah, the around the world, the. Port City Rebel Supporter. Um, interesting notes. I've had it. Yeah. Um, it's. I probably wouldn't rush to have it again. Um, maybe in the winter, as you said. Yeah, before. I think that's the thing. For me, if I'm honest, both of us don't really go out and go out of our way and buy porters or stout as kind of our standard go to drink. For me, no. I occasionally have stout as kind of a, a variety thing just to add it in more than anything else, but. That's the thing. I, I don't really buy porters at all outside of, oh, it's winter, there's a porter on tap. Oh, I'll give it a go, kind of try well, it out. You're so. more of like a IPA bitter lager man. Yeah. I'm more of a uh, pale ale, gold ale lager man. Yeah. You know, so we tend to go more than the ale route rather than the yeah, you know, yeah. the darker beers generally. Yeah. I mean, what we haven't done like... yet is an imperial stout, which is the 10% plus stout. So... Coming two, up, guys. Two episodes. Yeah, exactly. So they'll be fun. Um, I'm actually normally a fan of Imperial Stouts, so that would be interesting for me because if you're including that in episode 14, I don't think I would mind. I, I well, we'll find out because I think I'm going to absolutely hate it. So the okay. wild card for this episode is from Holton Turner. Now, we had a Holton Turner beer last episode, was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, now, that one we really enjoyed. Uh, Beverly Hills Hot. Beverly Hills one Hot. One of the best named beers we've <laughs> It's one of the best beers I've had for a while as well. I thought it was absolutely stunning. Um, well, it was up there. It was it was very much on the edge, wasn't it? Yeah, between that and the uh, Attic Brew, what was it? The uh, Nobody's Poet. Yeah, nobody's Poet, yeah. So. Yeah, so this one is... the. I really consider having this as the Peter Falk. However, with the the name of it, we decided it was too crazy and it had to go as a wild card. So this yeah. is Mango Milkshake, which is a fruited milkshake pale ale. Uh, it's 5.2%. Um... Now, we had a milkshake IPA before. This is my concern. Because when we had that, the milk, I think it tasted like gone off milk. Yeah. Let's be honest. And the flavours didn't really blend together very well. No, no, it was atrocious. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be more diplomatic. Yeah, it was atrocious. It was utterly horrific. So, um, and the hope is, I mean... I, I think, think it actually still is my lowest score yeah, in I think beer untapped. The thing is, it is kind of milkshake based. I just hope you haven't left this in the sun for a week. Uh, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Um, yeah, I have done that. Uh, you have done that. You literally have left this in the sun for a week. So, but in the sun, it just, <laughs> I didn't. I knew it had a short shelf life. I just didn't realise it also needed to be refrigerated for that short shelf life as well. So there may be an extra sourness to it than you know, what be, I kind uh, of expected. Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I just feel really bad for Holton Turner because if I'm honest, it I mean, can taste you, a lot worse than it oh, should. Hold on, they had high praise from me last time. So I mean, I've got to <laughs> ball something up, you know. I, I instantly when we bored it, it is flatter than a witch's tit. Um, <laughs> And you've seen many of those in your time, haven't you? Well, I did grow up in Dudley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll let you do the... Uh... I mean, the smell isn't great. <laughs> Is this why I'm going first? Yeah. Yeah, I'll just took a... That's a very it. pungent smell. Yeah, I'm, I think I may have ruined this beer, but oh well, we'll find out. Yeah, again, I will say, to anybody... 
if you if you buy this beer from Holton Turner, okay, and whack you it straight it, in the fridge, whack it in the fridge, and don't leave it in the sun. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't in the sun. It was just in a room That's when it was really very warm. <laughs> oh, this gonna. Oh, it's just. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I may have ruined this, so we may have to try this again at some point. Um, we'll, we'll do just to compare. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it on Instagram or something. We'll do like a, a, a we'll get a fresher version. Actually, do it and do a fair review because. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> oh, that is not a good face. <laughs> so we have a rule, by the way, um, to any listeners, where if there is a beer. We're not allowed to throw it away. So yes. because we try, uh, we either share a can or we have two cans each. We make sure we finish all the beer that we, we have. Because if I'm honest, we just don't like waste. There's only yeah. one beer we have both thrown away before, which was the milk uh, pineapple milkshake. The pineapple like milkshake. This will be the second beer. Oh no! <laughs> we'll throw away. I'm telling you. Do you reckon it's because I ruined it though, or just because of the beer? I think you've ruined it, personally. I think I've ruined it as well, but I did, I did, I did admit to this. I will say, and, and to be fair, I've been defending Horton Turner a little bit here, but it could also be an incredibly bad beer, but because you've left out in the sun, I'm not going to know. So therefore, it is where I don't mind that. I'm actually quite enjoying that. Don't, don't tell me this, no, no. Genuinely, I don't think that's that bad. I think that's that's that is nowhere near as bad as that pineapple milkshake IPA. It's not because to be fair, it's not milky sour taste because that's the thing. The, the problem with the last milkshake we want, it tastes like gone off milk. This doesn't taste like gone off milk. No, you can definitely taste the mango. That's still coming through. You can you can smell the milkshake, but yeah. I can't taste it. And that's thing. But I think there's like this weird aftertaste, which I'm attributing to the fact you've left it out for too long. There's like a certain sourness to it. For me, Possibly. the aftertaste, which I personally puts me off the entire thing. Like I say, the, the end of the beer for me is what I focus mm. a lot on, and that is, and I, 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 I don't blame that on hot. I blame that on you. Oh, I would blame me as well, um, but I actually quite like that. That's really weird. The thing is, you get the fruitiness to start with. Definitely, you definitely get kind of the the medium body of it is is the mango. You can definitely taste that mango mango um, but then there's kind of I don't know it's the aftertaste to be <clears> fair <throat> I mean wait we do have a mango one called Mongozo which is going to come up so don't ruin the surprise James oh no it's it's fun to, to to mention what we might come up saying that it's when it goes out of date and we because <laughs> we do have a lot of beer so some of them will go out of date oh definitely some of us we should drink so. yeah um, <laughs> that's just what's going to happen yeah uh, yeah no actually for me, the, I think they've got the balance of this right because it's a lot more fruit than milkshake. Which is good because that was the problem with the last one. The last one focused far more on the milkshake and yeah, this is, that tasted bad. This is a lot more mango. Yeah. I do think it's subtle. There is a little bit of sourness to the end of it but I think that may be down to what I've done to it rather than the beer itself. Yeah. However, even And that with, could also be why the smell is bad if I'm honest as well. Oh, the, the smell is not great. Yeah. However, I actually, even so, I'm actually still quite enjoying that. I will say the colour as well. I actually really like it, the colour. It looks very mango. It does look very mango. It looks kind of fruit juice, which is yes. is a really good... It like, tastes a bit it. like fruit juice for me as yeah. well. Um, no, I'm actually, I'm pleasantly surprised with that. Like I say, it's the aftertaste for me. It's the only thing putting me off. And I don't know if that's... The thing is, if you haven't ruined that, and that is what the beer is, for me, I'm focusing on that aftertaste, and it just feels a bit off. I don't know. For me, it's like... It's weird because I'm going into it and thinking almost like a cider because of the fruitiness. Yeah. Like, and so because it goes from what I want to go to kind of a sweeter taste, it goes kind of this bitter sour taste. Yeah. For me, that tastes weird. And that's kind of what's put me off of it. Whereas if it went kind of more sweeter, I'd probably think, wow, this is amazing. And yeah. for me, it's kind of maybe some of the difference. Like, And even it's not just bitter, it's the sourness of it afterwards. And it's not like sour in a kind of a lemony way. It's just sour as in it gone off kind of way. Yeah. Almost. And that's... I think kind of leading me there, but possibly me ruining it. Um, but no, actually, I'm, even so, I say I'm actually still quite. Saying that, I will say that it is better for me <laughs> than the uh, uh, Amarillo one. So. Here we go. James uh, likes to ruin his order straight off from the off. No, 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 because you don't know what's coming in between that or over the top. You have no idea. But I'm just saying, if we're going to compare it for me personally, I think I know what your order is. You think you know what my order is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would say oh, I no. want you to tell me what you think the order is and then I'll do it but then you wouldn't believe that I wasn't just changing it anyway so okay that's fine I'm not, uh, I'm not ooh, well, I think I know who your winner is okay I think I know second place 
Actually, now I think I know them all now. You yeah. think you know them all? Yeah. Okay. So I I'll, think you probably okay, know my I'm going to go. So I'm going to say, I think your worst one is the Amarillo. Okay. Followed by the Porter. No, sorry. The Hulk and Turner, then the Porter, then the Stones. The Stones being your favourite. Okay, you were very close. You were very close. Okay. 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 Go on, then. Yeah, okay. So, I would... <laughs> I could miss you up here. <laughs> I'd put them in joint. <laughs> Okay. Put them in joint. Last. Literally, literally on this recording, you've just said you put that above that one, and then you put them joint. Joint. Yeah, just to piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Just to show that I would. Actually, no. We just said to show there's, there's no. They have to have an order. We had this with the last oh, one. Oh, okay. Oh, in which case you're right. Then, then that <laughs> would go below. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So that goes last. Last would be um, your breathing Amarillo. So yeah. Nothing bound. Brewery. Nothing bound. Uh, yeah. Then I would put the Holton Turner. Um, Milkshake mango pale ale. Uh, again, that could be because you've ruined it, or it could just be because that sour aftertaste is. Well, the thing is, what we need there. to do is I'll order some but, more and then we'll compare it. Yep. If we still don't like it, then. Annoyingly, it just means you've got it right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put the poor whippy next. Um, to be fair, I think it's one of those where, for variety's sake, for me, it, it's nice to have it. It'd be a good winter's drink, and I did like it. Um, but the thing is, Stones, I, Stones, I mentioned to you, like, I bought like 20 yeah. cans of this recently. Stones is just a very good, consistent, bitter drink. And, you know, for me, it just tasted better. And no, that's thing. So welcome. in comparison, you know, and, you know, you talk about your childhood and stuff, but for me, that is kind of, you know, a yeah. traditional English uh, bit. And I'm a big fan. Um, you know, compared to maybe some... We normally have kind of a subtle pale ale or something that... Or some really hoppy pale yeah. ale that tends to be the top. Um, the thing is, each one of the beers we've had are either very hoppy and I think overly hoppy like the Amarillo you have something yeah. like a porter which has like a strong chocolatey kind of coffee taste to it but the alcohol shot to it and then you have something that is very much mango tropical milkshake kind of you know not necessarily trying to be like the sours but kind of towards yeah. that so we've got almost three very wacky beers and then kind of a traditional bitter so yeah. that's why that's kind of a top for me just because the others just haven't hit the right spot for me I think so, no I understand that um, yeah Bawson means you're right. And I'll happily admit that. He's got a recording of me saying, Chris, you're right. Yeah, Hang I'll that have that as my ringtone. Um, <laughs> okay, so for me, I think the porter probably last. Okay. It's very close between that and the Amarillo. I'm curious. I'm just yeah, social on. distancing here. But... So the Amarillo I would put in third place. The port, the porter for me, it was just it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Yeah. So for for me, and that I think just the overpowering taste of the alcohol just kind of ruins it. At the I'm end. not gonna lie. Sorry, just to interrupt there. I'm gonna just swap them around. Holton Turner last. Oh, okay. The Amarillo. Having tried the Amarillo afterwards, which again because of the order we tried them, I thought that would be really overly hoppy. But actually, after that is kind of a welcome thing. I'm a big fan of kind of hoppy beers anyway, so. Yeah. Actually, that tastes better. Just the sourness just doesn't taste right for me on the Holton Turner. So, yeah, I'd, I'd put Holton Turner last, then uh, the Amarillo beer, and then from Nothing Bound, and then the Porter, and then the Stones. Yeah, just to change the order there. That's all right. So, yeah, so I said Porter for last for me. Uh, then the Amarillo, because, again, it was very hoppy, but there wasn't a lot of complexity to it. I think it was just overly singly hopped. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that was all I could pick up. Um I'd then put the Holton Turner in second place because I actually quite enjoyed that. I mean, even you know, with me potentially ruining it, I actually still find it quite an enjoyable drink, which is quite surprising. Uh, but yeah, I mean, old school classic. Bitter, Stone's Bitter. We're both agreeing. Yeah. Oh, well, we agreed on one beer. Yeah, still, but that's not too bad. I'll t- <laughs> it's I'll quite good for us. agreement, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Um, and I'm not going to lie, when this episode ends I'm just going to finish the stones by myself straight away no you're not yeah <laughs> okay so thank you very much for joining us again uh, again we're not too far off from episode 14 and the list of beers is growing it's, it's gonna definitely be, going to be a very special episode with very little kind of in between we're just going to be trying beers and enjoying yeah. taking the piss out of each other I think generally yeah um it's not going to be the same sort of format, so not just four beers. There's going to be a lot more beers than normal. Uh, we are looking into try and get a recording, if possible, as well, so we can actually get a YouTube, so you can see how uh, dodgy expressions with these beers are, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but we are working quite hard behind the scenes to try and get this all uh, sorted. But it's not too far away now, so yep. definitely. So what I'd fun. say is, um, you know, in terms of suggestions, please do send suggestions. 
at this point we've probably got enough beers for episode 14 but if you have got any other beers you think we'd like to try or you think there are beers we might not like that we could probably feature in future episodes yeah, we'll happily do it so uh, send them our way also if you just want to donate beer to us we'll happily take free beer as well so if there's anything we'll you want to send our way you know looking at you Neil <laughs> southerner yeah well it's still hasn't found his uh, his favourite beer has he that we're just trying to find yeah but yeah Always a letdown. Uh, Our number one Twitter. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, Twitter's getting busy in there. Um, yeah, so thank you very much. And then, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode. <laughs>